Welcome to the Midwest Health Nuts podcast, where we discuss everything you want to know and learn about the health and wellness industry, fitness, health, and education, all wrapped into easy takeaway segments. Thanks for joining in on the discussion. And welcome to another episode of the Midwest Health Nuts podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, here with my co-host, Brenda. Hi, everyone. And we have a very special guest on the podcast today. We have Alma. She is a bilingual registered dietitian and nutritionist. She is also the founder of the Inspired Soul Nutrition. So we are really excited to welcome. Welcome, Alma. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for coming on. We wanted to just bring you on and talk a little bit about diet culture, diets, that kind of thing, like what it is you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Because I know Brenda and I always have to deal with clients in reference to nutrition, fitness, nutrition, dieting, and that kind of thing. So we wanted to kind of get um, another professional opinion on that so that our viewers and listeners could kind of get a little bit more depth into what it is when we talk about diet and diet culture. So I'm going to give you the floor, Alma, to kind of give a little background about what it is that you do and your expertise in that field. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, um, I have have many years of experience in, in the field of nutrition and dietetics, and I've kind of bounced from maternal and infant health to chronic disease management and weight management. So I've kind of been on both sides of the spectrum. And with these experiences, diet culture will always come up. No matter, I feel like, what field you're in, in the areas of nutrition and fitness, um, I feel like it's always there. And there is a lot of misinformation. There is uh, a lot of myths, a lot of just a lot of noise uh, surrounding diet and nutrition. And especially now with like the rise in the internet and social media, it just complicates things more instead of um, reassuring people that are giving them solid information. And so, yes, a big chunk of uh, working with patients and clients has been really um, bringing them back to, um, to reality or right. kind of <laughs> busting something that they heard online or something that they read or some crazy diet that they're following. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's like <laughs> all the, it. all the craze these days, you know, it's like, okay, well, what's the latest diet trend to jump on? And it's like, you know, to a certain extent, it's understandable, but it also really, it, it makes me sad that, you know, a lot of these people are trying to just find a way to tweak their nutrition and health and wellness. And they're almost falling in or succumbing to eating disorders or, you know, so much restriction and within diets and not really understanding the depth of what that means to go on a diet and what that can do to your body in terms of health and, you know, overall healthier organs and the functioning of everyday life. So would you suggest like if someone was walking in the door and they're like, look, it's, it's going to be spring summer's coming. Like, what would your suggestion be if that was the case for someone coming to you for your expertise? Well, you know, 
a majority of people that have sell my services, they, they are really looking for weight loss. Right. Um, that is one of the, you know, the big things that people for a dietitian or a nutritionist. And I am like, first and foremost, I really touch base into their, their why. Um, that's, that's kind of like my first, um, like my first touch point is let's go ahead and figure out why this journey is taking place because I then go on to explain why rapid weight loss is unsustainable um, because there are a lot of physiological processes involved in weight loss. So we have to figure out why the client wants to lose weight and what, you know, is it going to be possible? Some people are really looking for magic solutions or transformations that are unrealistic, um, you know, because this is what they see. This is what they are exposed to. And so it's, it really takes a whole hour maybe to explain what the body goes through when you are trying to lose weight. And it's really not about calories in, calories out. That's kind of the physical component of weight loss. But there's also a lot of, um, there's a whole set of processes involved. And we have to consider lifestyle too. Yeah, exactly. Lifestyle nutrition as like the, the core part of my services and, and, and my program, because re- you can't really move forward and put someone on a diet and have them restrict calories. And then when all of this is done, you know, when everything is said and done with the best program and those calories, then the weight comes back and then there's right. the regain. So what is the point of going through all of that? There yeah. is really no point of going through all of that. A lot of people come in with this mentality that, you know, I want to lose weight and they're already scared because they're going to feel deprived because being on a diet, that's sort of what it implies. It's fear, it's deprivation, it's cutting out your favorite foods. It's uh, you're, you're going to be on, on, on a regimen of, you know, very few calories and you're going to starve. And I think, um, you know, people associate being healthy or, you know, losing weight with just solely diet and exercise. And this is why considering lifestyle is so important because when we change our mindset and we take uh, and we take a look at what we're doing on a daily basis, how are we moving our bodies? Not just what we're eating, but how are we right. moving our bodies? What are we thinking? How are we de-stressing? What are we doing for mindfulness? Um, how are we, um, you know, what what is our thought process? What are our stress levels? What do we do for a living? Yeah, because that really right. does play a part in all that. I mean, it really I mean, does play a big role. Yeah, and when we connect all of these dots, we're thinking, okay, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to. I'm cutting down my calories and I'm exercising, but I'm not losing weight. Well, maybe your stress levels are too high. Maybe you're not sleeping well. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you're you're going through a major life change right now. And, and like do- being a woman, hormones can also throw everything off as well. I mean, we have to yeah. play so many different <laughs> roles with when it comes to what could it be, you know, but the yes. fundamental aspect of what it should be is kind of like, what is your why and what are you trying to achieve from that? And if it's overall health and wellness, then it's almost like a big picture and you have to kind of assess the situation. So right. it seems like we're all on that same kind of 
boat with that. You know, it's like assessing and let's not completely restrict because then in turn, that's also going to cause more stress levels, which again, you're not going to see any significant like right your cortisol levels change yeah. oh, and gosh. that just makes such a difference <laughs> yeah it's um, huge for sure. yeah. um, you talked about mindset a little bit and i know <laughs> that you have a uh an acronym that you kind of go through so i think thrive is that yes correct? yeah because we always like to say you know let's not just survive in this fitness and health and wellness world let's thrive in it yeah so I know you had spoke a little bit about that to us prior to the podcast, and we really love that. So we would love for our listeners to to kind of get the gist of what that is and means to you as well. Yeah. So a part of my program, because I, I created a, a program called Her Whole Health 40. Like Speaking of, I'm glad that you brought up the hormonal changes. Yes. Uh, the reason why I targeted, you know, um, it's for women. Uh, 40 and up and because this is like a critical age where there's hormone changes a lot of hormone imbalances going on and it's really it's so difficult to lose weight you know beyond your 40s and this is and many women feel guilty and they feel ashamed and they feel frustrated because they're doing all the right things and the weight just, you know, it's, it's stagnant or they're having a very difficult time losing weight. And this is why I created this, um, this process that I named it Thrive because I start with the, the T from Thrive uh, stands for transforming your mindset. And we do a deep dive into like your levels of readiness as human beings. We all have levels of readiness. Like, how ready are you for change? You know, are you contemplating a change? Are you taking action? You know, we all bounce back from being ready and taking action to, eh, I'm just like kind of pre-contemplating, like, do I want to exercise? Um, yeah, maybe right. not. So, so that's where I start, you know, transforming your mindset, kind of preparing you for this journey. Um, and then the H stands for healing your relationship with food. Because again, when we go into a plan or when we, our intentions are to get healthy or start a diet or just, you know, even just hiring, you know, a personal trainer um, to, to improve your health, what is your relationship with food? How is it looking like right now? Do you, um, I mean, are, have you made peace with food? Are you putting a moral value on food? Because then we can't move forward really before healing our relationship with food and just looking food as um, a source of nourishment rather than, you know, putting a moral value on if it's, if it's good or if it's bad. Right. It's I simply agree food <laughs> is meant to nourish your body. Right. Yeah. So once that is in place, we move on to the R that stands for resetting your digestion. It's so important. Um, everything starts with digestion. And yes. so they say you are what you eat, but in reality, you are what you absorb and digest <laughs> or yeah. digest and absorb. 100%. So if you have poor digestion, then with all of that, all of those good efforts with good nutrition, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, pointless without a good digestion. So we, we work on doing like a little digestive tune up there and then improving with that tune up, then comes the next ladder, which is just improving your metabolism in general with better nutrition. This is where we talk about how to balance your macronutrients so that you can have, um, you know, optimal health. And then the V um, stands for vanishing stress and emotional eating. 
Um, I touch a lot on emotional eating because sometimes we disconnect from, um, from needing food as a source of nourishment. We know we need, we should be eating when we're hungry to satisfy, you know, that basic need. But sometimes we don't eat when we're necessarily hungry. We eat when we're sad. We eat when we're happy. We eat when we're depressed. We eat when we're stressed. We eat when we're tired. When we're hyper. So, like trying to identify what is the hunger that you're feeling right now, and how are we connecting that to an emotion at that moment? Because yeah, food after all, especially like the carb foods, you know, the high highly palatable foods, like all the you know the the, the chips and the sweets and all of what we know is junk food. Um, yeah. Again, I don't like to, you know, call food junk or healthy, but what we know is like these foods that are naturally like they have poor nutrition and they just feed us a lot of calories. Well, they right. touch certain points of the brain that make us feel happy. Yeah. It's, give- it's almost a high yeah. as opposed exactly. to like, oh, I need this for fuel. It's like, I need this for some kind of high that my body is yearning for right now. Yeah, it's instant gratification. So, yeah, or an addiction. Yeah, you know, sugar addiction is a real thing. It really is it's connected. It it really is, and um, and so when we recognize, you know, the, our emotions and really connect with with our with our bodies and identifying, you know, am I really hungry? I and this um part of the program, I really use the hunger scale. There's a hunger satiety scale, and you know, we ideally want to want to eat between a four and a seven, because that's when our bodies feel hungry, will feel true hunger. But we're typically used to eating like when we're starving, and then yeah. we stop when we're overly full. Yes, I was <laughs> just gonna say that, like, you know, there's so many people that go to that, like, okay, I need to eat now because I'm famished. And you know, my blood sugar's low. And it's like, Yes. You know, that's when we make poor choices. Right. Exactly. And, and then what it. happens? Like you eat until you're completely stuffed. Yes. And then you repeat the cycle again. Right. And oh, it's just not really setting yourself up for success in any way, in any fashion, you know, because we, we had spoke on that, the last podcast, it's like the ripple effect. If you just throw a boulder into the, into the river, then it's going to just, you know, disrupt everything as opposed to like, just keeping like your body in a state of like every couple hours of eating, as opposed to dumping this big meal, it's your body's going to be able to process it in a way that's more beneficial for you in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, and as we eat, we don't have, uh, you know, you don't feel that fullness until you really reach a certain level. So yeah. if we would be mindful of how we eat and chewing our bites and taking our time, mm-hmm. we would actually feel full. Right. <laughs> yeah. Before that point where we stuff ourselves. Yes. That is like, you know, the, the principles of mindful eating, you know, just the, the, the three things that you said right now. And that's, you know, touching base on those points, something very important, which will ultimately lead to the last letter, which is an E it's enhance your physical and mental performance. You know, you want to feel at your best. And when you have all of these things in place, then physically, you know, you feel great, but you also perform great physically and and mentally. So, um, this is, this is why I named it thrive, you know, cause this is ultimately what has helped my clients and have has given them, you know, better results than just coming in and, oh, here's a diet. Oh, here's a meal plan. Cut this and do this for exercise. And, and there you go and send them on their way. You know, there is a whole lot more to it 
than just that you do that for them. I mean, you know, because you're setting them up for success as opposed to, okay, here's my meal plan that I give to every single person I see ever. I don't think it should be like that. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. it it has to be to each individual's needs. And it also is almost like you have to break the cycle because it's not just about the nutrition that they're, you know, absorbing or, you know, whatever it is. It's like a a well-oiled machine. It's a whole list of things that intertwine and work together. And then you see the results as opposed to, I'm going to pick this one little tiny thing and then hope for results. Well, because everybody's why is different. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's unique. Everybody is different. Everybody responds different to um, like a different plan. So this is why it, you know, personalized nutrition is so important because you know, not everybody's the same and you know, there's no one size fits all. No, but I, yeah, you know. no one size fits all. And it shouldn't be. I mean, I really don't believe that, you know, we should all be put into this box of what normal is or whatnot. I mean, it should be, how are you trying to set yourself up to feel your best for today and for your tomorrow, tomorrow, as opposed to be like, I have to weigh this certain amount on a scale. Mm -hmm. It should be longevity. Like I always say to all my clients, you know, I mean, you can't out train a bad diet. So at the end of the day, we can train all day long, but how are we setting ourselves up for success outside of the gym? Or, you know, like you said, um, mentally, how are you setting yourself up to mentally kind of get through those high stress times where you may not be sleeping? Because that is also going to affect your why mm-hmm. in the, at the end Absolutely. of the day. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I went through this, um, the sleeping part um, when I you know, used to work in weight management. Um, there were a lot of people that were reporting, you know, in their food logs that, you know, they were you know, following their meal plan, they were following their diet, they were moving, but they couldn't sleep at night. And so what that led to is the night snacking. And, you know, when you're tired and hungry in the middle of the night, you don't really, you're not going to pick something extremely healthy. No, no. no. You know, blood sugar levels, you know, what happens to that when you're trying to sleep then, right? It's no wonder we wake up in the middle of the night. It's true. Very true. I mean, it's, and I mean, it takes start, a toll. Mm-hmm. And when we start connecting the point or the dots on what's going on with your sleep, what's going on with your stress. A lot of people also had a hard time losing weight because they were experiencing a lot of depression, you know, and how, how you don't even feel motivated to, to eat healthy because your, your body is really not feeling, or your mind is not feeling in the right place to do yeah. something that's going to benefit your body. So this is why, you know, we touch base on all of these things. Like, where is your mindset? Where, how are your stress levels? How are, uh, how are you sleeping? How are your relationships? A lot of people experience loneliness. Um, and, you know, not having that piece, that, that, that support group or even that support buddy in, in, in your journey to, to better health. It's hard to go it alone. Any journey, any health journey, it's just really hard to, to go it alone. So it is. And that's why we kind of like want to, you know, have this option for even if it's just one person that listens into this, you know, any to any of our podcast episodes, even if it's just one thing that might sit with you or help you make a little change just to know that 
you're not in this alone. We're all right. in this together. It takes a community. It takes kind of reaching out and finding your people, you know, your people, like-minded individuals, you know, if you can't build with them, don't chill with them. I always keep these like, you know, things in my head. Cause it's like, little tiny, like, okay, that's my motivation. And it's like, I want to be around like-minded individuals that also, you know, care about these different components in life. And then I also don't want to be the smartest person in the room. So I want to make sure that I can learn from someone else. That's going to be able to give me like some good wisdom and little nuggets of information that I can kind of carry on and take with me throughout. And that's why we wanted to have this conversation with you, because I know there's so many, especially this time of year, I know we both get bombarded with clients. I'm sure you do as well, Alma, that it's like, I want to lose 10 pounds. And to that, we would say, okay, we need to kind of like, first, let's take, take a little step back. Mm -hmm. And as opposed to being like a person that's just, I guess, like a victim to the scale, like you, you, you're just kind of like, okay, I have to have a number. I, I'd say like, what, if we could all give a little bit of advice to that little girl or, you know, boy, even, cause it's, it's all across the board. Someone that just wants to lose weight. I mean, I think that I would start by saying, what is it that really makes you happy? What are those goals? Let's not talk about diets. Let's talk about like things that make you happy and how can that kind of transfer over to how we can get into the mindset of achieving those goals. Small things add up to big things. It's not going to be like, okay, let's change every single thing because then we're going to fail. It's never going to be something that's going to set you up for, you know, success for years to come because it's just going to be way too much too overloaded. So we don't want to like give too much information and then have everybody just not even being able to like get to where they want to go. So what would your bit of advice be Brenda like what would you say I think that when uh when I hear that too when somebody just comes in and they want to lose weight I think the first question is like like Alice said it's always why you know what is is it a health related reason is it because the girls at school teased you and now you feel like you don't fit in right is it I mean there's there's a thousand reasons as to why that could be or like my I have a niece right now that's trying to lose weight because she wants to donate a kidney to someone. And so she has to be in a certain, you know, bracket for that. So there can be all different kinds of reasons why. And so I think my advice to them is, like you said, let's find what works for you, what's fun for you. So it doesn't have to be lifting heavy weights in the gym, right? It can be, I need to go for a walk every night. I need to. So we can make it fun. Yeah. You know, speak so you can make it part of your lifestyle, which in turn you're going to enjoy, which in turn you're going to continue to do. So it's almost just like, just start. And even if it's a small start, even if it's just tweaking one little tiny thing, but that leads to the next. But it sticks, right? If it sticks. sticks. Yes. And that's something really, really important. What you said, Brenda, is um, is like 100% accurate because there can be 100 reasons why you would want to, to lose weight. And really exploring um, your why can help you really determine like if it's even necessary to begin with. Yes. And, you know, if it is, like, how are we going to find a, a way that fits your own lifestyle? Because you are a unique person. And right. you have different needs. And what I have seen with a lot of clients is that once we put the weight loss on the back burner and focus on our, how are we going to thrive? 
Right. Then they don't, when they stop thinking about the weight loss, then the weight yes, starts coming that's off. when it happens. Yeah. Right. And they have to remember that, and they sometimes don't at first, but you really have to do it for you, right? If you came in here doing it because somebody else, you know, there's a reason that somebody else wants you to do it, then I just think that that's not really a good a starting point. So yeah. I think, yeah, putting their focus somewhere else really helps them tune it in again. And also considering, you know, that now with this, this new era, and there's also, you know, that the health at every size um, environment that we're living in and it's emerging. And that I think it's so important to consider that, yes, you can absolutely be healthy at every size. And this is why we have to consider if weight loss is even necessary because it might be something that you want, maybe something you don't necessarily or medically need, but if you do want it, if you want to make it happen for your health and for your well-being, then let's find a way that is the best for you, that is your unique way of finding that, that happy, healthy place. Yeah. And if you just have, if you have it as a goal, then okay, that's fine too, but let's find a healthy goal. Yeah. And, you know, in the process of it all, you can also, you know, it's, it's wild how it kind of breaks down and works because as we're speaking of this in the process of it all, you can come in with your why, and then you really dig deep and you do the work, you do the inner work, you do the mental work, and you start realizing that your why might change and you might change in the process as well. And it's like, these are old habits that you're bringing in. And then all of a sudden you're realizing that those are just old mental, you know, it's, it's mental chatter. I need mm-hmm. to lose five pounds. I need to be this weight. I need to be this size. And then all of a sudden those things start to fall away because you do the work to realize that's right. not what this is all about. Yeah. Well, they start to realize they feel better from yeah. the inside, right? Like they're, yeah. they're starting to find freedom in, the, yes. in their life, you know, like that food freedom that, you know, we all want and crave, but we really don't understand it until we start doing the inner work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. Inner work is so important. And that's, that's really what we want to get across to our listeners is that it's, it's great to have your wise. It's great to want to be healthy. I mean, we do want to, you know, try to be as healthy as we possibly can as we, mm-hmm. you know, go through life. And, and all those things are great at a healthy, you know, at a healthy level. We just want to make sure that before any of you listening might want to go on that journey, maybe if you could just check in and just check in internally and kind of understand what that means mentally to you and really think about your why. And as opposed to a number or um, an image, it it could have a little bit more depth than that and a Absolutely. little bit more meaning because that's where I think the good stuff really starts happening. Yeah, for sure. Food 100%. is your friend. Choose yeah. your friends wisely. Yes. Hey, <laughs> you have them now. <laughs> I just came up with that one. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's a You're really good one. That is really good, especially being in this type of, you know, we live in our a food environment and or a wellness environment in, do, in general that really doesn't set us up for success. Right. We're kind yeah. of set up for failure, right? With our current environment, you know, there there's foods that are, you know, the, the healthiest foods sometimes they're not 100% accessible all the time or affordable um, or convenient. And, you know, we have to drive to most places, like a lot of people like work, 
long hours. Some people work two or three jobs. They don't have time to be active or to, you know, think about exercise. So it's really going, you know, touching base with what, what you can do for yourself and how you can take that tiny step into, you know, being healthy in a very unhealthy world that we right. live in. I mean, so, yeah, because it's not set up to be conducive for that. I mean, at the end of the day, we are kind of catering to a business nutrition world. I mean, you know, it's, right. it's set up for, like you said, for failure, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. we have to be our best, our own, you know, best friend and our personal advocate for that. So, you know, we're not saying you have to only eat organic or spend a whole bunch of money or, you know, it's just starting to take mm-hmm. steps and everyone has to start somewhere. We just want you to get the foot off on the right note where it's like, you're taking those healthy steps where you can make some small tweaks and then kind of move from there to kind of get to where you want to be and then realize maybe where you want to be isn't anywhere where it started, but it's, right. it's a more healthier place to yeah. be. Yeah. I think oh, sometimes okay. we also get so caught up into, um, I think you said something there, Alma, that made me think about we can eat the healthiest of foods, right? But that doesn't, everybody is not built the same. So that healthiest of foods cannot be right for somebody else. Yeah, You know, somebody might be able to, eat a banana and, and that's fine, but somebody else may not be able to because it does things to their blood sugar. So, right. you know, I mean, it really just depends on who the person is. And I think that's why personal nutrition is so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's like self-discovery. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole idea of it. And so yeah. I'm so glad we were able to kind of like, just get some of this information out there for our listeners, really just begin to touch on the topic because there's so much more we can kind of like dive into with this and even go deeper with this. And we hope to like, maybe even do that again in the near future with you, Alma. I mean, we could like go into deeper things so that our listeners can understand a little bit more as opposed to like where you start and then, okay, maybe we're going to start here. And what's that look like? Right. So we will continue on this topic. Cause I mean, it could go anywhere from like FODMAPs, um, you know, talking about that, how you had talked about Brenda with different foods that trigger you. So or again, allergies, sensitivities. sensitivities. Yeah. Everything that kind of can go across the board with this conversation. And if that's something that, you know, you would be interested in, just make sure you tune back in because we're going to make sure we touch on those topics. We're going to make sure that you are all informed so that you feel like you can move forward with a decision that feels good to you. Tell us what you want, what you really, really want. Right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Listeners, tell us what you want to talk about. Exactly. If there's things that you want, then you know, type it in there. Let us know. Yeah. We would love to hear the feedback. And then Alma, we would love to go ahead and if you would like to link or just let the listeners know your um, website or social media handles, just so that they can find you if they have any questions as well. Sure. So, well, my Facebook page is um, Inspired Soul Nutrition. But um, my Instagram handle just changed because I'm going through like a uh, niche change right now. I started, um, a new, uh, professional journey in, uh, prenatal nutrition and perinatology, okay. perinatology dietitian is my Instagram handle. Awesome. Um, because primarily I'm working with moms that have gestational diabetes. Yep. So that's my Instagram handle. And then my website is almasimmonsnutrition.com. 
Perfect. So make sure you go and give her a follow and just check in if you have any questions, because, you know, we'd love to answer any of those questions, help you all along on your journey. And we look forward to having more of a deeper discussion, but at least we can have a start, as we like to say. We've started the conversation (laughs) and we look forward to seeing you guys in a couple weeks. Have a great week. Talk soon.